Hello, Soul Family. I'm your host, Sal Buller, and welcome to Awaken with Sal, a global podcast, your vibrational connection for the body, mind, and spirit. Our special guest is Matthew Cosell, a world artist from Vancouver, BC. Matthew is better known as the cosmic throat singer, auditory alchemist, and sound healer. Matthew is a true visionary in the world music and sound healing movement. Here with a mission to inspire peace through healing and music. Come join us. Hello, Soul Family. I'm your host, Sal Buller, and welcome to Awaken with Sal, a global podcast, your vibrational connection for the body, mind, and spirit, devoted to spiritual awakening, consciousness expansion, sacred empowerment, energy healing, and much, much more. So honored to be here with all you divine beings today. Before we dive in, remember to head over to saltheawakener.com for a free meditation download and share your email to receive my new ebook and stay connected for future offerings and monthly interactive virtual community gatherings available to you all free of charge. Hello, soul family. I'm your host, Sal Buller, and welcome to Awaken with Sal, a global podcast, your vibrational connection for the body, mind, and spirit, devoted to spiritual awakening, consciousness expansion, sacred empowerment, energy healing, and much, much more. So honored to have Matthew Cosell, a world artist from Vancouver, BC, joining us today. Welcome. Welcome, Matthew. How are you today? Doing wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. No, it's always a pleasure. I mean, after um, having an amazing, amazing um, healing with, uh, with, with you leading that entire healing journey that we were on, uh, one can only imagine where you learned this from. I know for myself, I, w- I came home wanting to to do throat singing, but it's not possible. It's definitely a gift. So tell us a little bit, a little bit more about what is throat singing? Okay, well, throat singing is kind of a broad stroke term for um, a, a variety of vocal techniques that are practiced in different cultures around the world. As an over, overview statement, I would say that focuses on creating or amplifying the overtones and harmonics that are present in the human voice and amplifying them by bending the sound within the human instrument to become more audible to the human ear. These harmonics and overtones are already present in our voice when we speak, everyone has it. Um, The overtone singer or throat singer is modifying the sound within the internal instrument to shape it, we're sound benders. And often it will sound like one or more voices singing at one time or creating these uh, spontaneous harmonies from one voice. My first experience of this um, happened uh, in the late 80s. And uh, the first time that I walked into a uh, metaphysical store of any kind, uh, I walked into a wall of sound that just blew my socks off. <laughs> now, I was a rocker those days. <laughs> I yes. 
played in um, rock bands and progressive rock bands for about a 17 year period as a young man. I was a bassist and singer and, and co-writer and you know composer of this music and a um, whole slew of bands, but that's another story. But anyway, I walk into this store yeah. and here's this sound and they were blasting it on the stereo. Mm-hmm. So it was so loud and it was a recording of the Gyoto monks from Tibet. Ooh. These guys do the most beautiful, deep, deep mantra chants mm-hmm. with a, as a deep overtone sound that they do. And so there's multiple people, multiple voices making this multi-tonal voice at the same time. And I just was floored. Part of me was almost afraid of the sound. It was so almost intimidating, but I wanted to be closer to it at the same time. So I didn't know whether to lie down in between the speakers or run. But, yeah. but I, I ended up buying a tape. Nice. And uh, yeah, cassette tape, because it's late 80s. Yeah, I started meditating to it and just listening deeply mm-hmm. and trying to mimic the sound. Nice. Unsuccessfully. <laughs> oh, so you definitely need some form of a master teacher that has to bring you into that world. Um, and you can be naturally attuned to it, or uh, it can come to you spontaneously after being around someone who's doing it. Um, so it's uh, pretty fascinating. And it feels amazing when this is happening, when we're creating these multiple audible harmonics. A lot of people ask, what is a harmonic? What is an overtone? Um, So in order to illustrate it, let's let's just take a guitar. If we plucked one string on the guitar, we will recognize the tone or the pitch of that note, and we identify it Mm -hmm. somewhere on our scale. Well, we get that uh, experience because there's, a certain number of vibrational waves coming off of the string as it moves through space and right. time. Right. We count those waves and that's the Hertz. And, and anyway, so this fundamental note, those wave patterns double on themselves and then mm-hmm. double again and continue to multiply into infinity. Oh, wow. And these are the harmonics or overtones. So these notes are already present. You can uh, artificially isolate a single fundamental tone without an overtones, but um, almost all uh, acoustic instruments create these overtones um, naturally. It's just uh, how sound formulates. And so a a overtone singer or a throat singer is amplifying these inherent overtones slash harmonics um, and making them more audible uh, on command. Now with the um, Tibetans, the Tibetan monks, and their particular style. And it, this technique is done by other cultures as well, uh, um, most notably the Mongolian and Tuvan cultures. Um, but there's one of the techniques that the Tuvans call Kagada, and that's creating an overtone that's lower than what the um, vocal cords are producing. So that's that low sound. It's actually a harmonic. The, the person is not actually singing low. That's what I try to do for forever. But it's right. actually a, a harmonic that comes off the 
the range of the natural voice. Wow. Yeah. So you really do become one with your body as well as with music. It's very much a body experience. Wow. Absolutely. And that's, yeah, that, that's what I felt, you know, after having that amazing sound healing, um, there was lasting changes within my field because I pick up on energies and it was just amazing, amazing. And I, at one point, you know, when you do, yeah, just for our listening audience, anyone that wants to go onto YouTube and experience, um, Matthew Cassell's um, YouTube videos. Matthew, do you have your uh, YouTube address or how, how do you express yourself? Yeah, it's, it's Matthew Cosell. So youtube.com slash Matthew Cosell. It's M-A-T-T-H-E-W-K-O-C-E-L, Matthew Cosell. That's how you spell Matthew's name. And you can find his work on YouTube to just experience. And the idea is to really be in a quiet space and then listen to this incredible, incredible cosmic throat singer. Definitely the right, <laughs> the right title for you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So tell me a little bit more about your journey, um, Matthew. So you you had to go for some training with a master or was did that come to you naturally? I know that you had mentioned it could kick in as well. Absolutely. Well, after my period of uh, playing in, in bands and pursuing music in that form and really um, pursuing a dream, I reached a turning point where uh, my the last band dissolved and I knew that that was the end of that road for me and so at that point I actually quit music for the most for the most part and um, dove into healing arts and um, meditation and my spiritual path um, I started uh, training in Reiki and massage therapy I started my uh, healing practice as a massage therapist and Along that time, I was absorbing all the meditation and just everything that I could um, get my hands on, all the tools that, that I could find. Right. Um, I was pretty much on fire. So <laughs> um, I was inspired to begin holding meditation circles in my home. Mm -hmm. And so I was leading guided meditations and, um, you know, just holding this in my living room. Um, but uh, people began to come and they were having experiences with me and, and um, it just grew from there. And uh, along the way, as I was leading, you know, using words to lead a guided meditation, at some point the words weren't big enough to fit what I was perceiving. So at that time I did my first own, the intention to transmit um, energy or, uh, experience of other other aspects yes yes yeah. yes well, um, that is it, definitely when you chant om a primordial sound which comes and resonates uh, throughout the universe of course that would be so incredibly powerful yeah so that opened the door and as i began to add more sound to the meditation eventually 
you know, sound and music became the meditation over time. Mm -hmm. And, um, but as I began to do that, the feedback was immediate. The people were feeling energy from my voice moving through them and around them and feeling the shifts. So it just began to grow from there. At that point, it had been almost 10 years before, uh, since I had first heard the re, the recording of the Tibetan monks, which I was still listening to. Right. I still have that tape. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah, yeah, and I love listening to them still. It's amazing. And I went to a weekend workshop with uh, Jonathan Goldman, and it was very uh, informational and a little, you know, kind of experiential as well uh, on the subject of sound healing. Right. And he didn't teach the Tibetan deep voice technique, but he, he talked about it, of course. And at one point he demonstrated it. This one did one ohm in that deep voice. And he said, some people will get this after being around others who do it. And in that moment, I said, that's me. And sure <laughs> enough, the next day yes. I got it, came oh, through. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that fascinating? Oh, man. And we're so glad that you did. We're so mm-hmm. glad that you did because you are now doing work all over the world. Uh, you've uh, traveled uh, to many, many countries. Um, and I know that, uh, you know, many uh, highly uh, respected masters in whether it be, you know, um, meditation or any sort of scientific analysis, et cetera, they, they do, uh, you know, they get what you do with vibration, which they do with words. So it's a beautiful, um, you know, synergy when you and, for instance, Dr. Joe come together and, and you're able to create some beautiful harmony for for everyone to be able to understand, comprehend, and resonate with. Yeah, it's quite an honor to be able to know that my music is um, helping people like Dr. Joe Dispenza bring his medicine to the people. Yeah. And that uh, my music gets to be part of that. Um, I'm in awe and humbled. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, and it's nice that, you know, you're still you're still grounded and like you said, humbled um, to, to be able to bring this work out to the masses. Now, have you um, traveled to any of the Buddhist Tibetan monasteries or any of that uh, just, you know, to, to experience more of um, in-person understanding of this work? I have not, to this point, been to Tibet or India. Um, interestingly, in 2020, uh, I had been invited to um, co-facilitate a retreat to Tibet. Beautiful. Yeah, but that, uh, of course, we had to cancel. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't see that happening in, right. from this today's perspective. Yeah, yeah. Well, the world that we live in right now. And uh, yeah, let me tell you, we, we definitely can use more of what you do. And how are you finding your line of work in these testing times? Oh, it's been a radical shift. I was touring, um, not all the time, but always uh, performing um, almost weekly, um, whether it was in the local area or 
radiating out from Van, the Vancouver area. Yes. Um, and so that was going very well. And I was, you know, really feeling some momentum. And then all of a sudden I had to stop. Everything had to stop. I had to cancel everything. Right. And so here we are. Uh, and we have this medium now, the, the screen to um, connect us. And mm -hmm. so I'm offering um, live stream uh, sound healing meditation concerts um, on Zoom. Beautiful. Uh, usually at least once or twice a month. Um, this month it's on uh, Thursday, July 21st. And we'll be uh, working with the full moon. Not July, sorry. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, October. no, I figured you meant October. <laughs> and I'm sure that the audience understands that too. Well, you see, you were definitely in a different dimension as you spoke. So there was a bit of a, you know, when you're with, it's interesting for the listeners out there, if you're tuned in to what is actually happening, you're going in and out of different uh, dimensions and time frames because there is no real time and space as we know it. Am I right, Matthew? <laughs> The time is now. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So, you know, um, you did a lot of the sound healing. You're obviously doing the Reiki work. And um, now you have a vision. And the vision is to go out there and inspire people through the healing and through the music. Can you share with us that vision? Um, what do you see yourself doing when everything is normal, whatever normal is now? Well, it's my mission will remain the same to get this medicine shared as widely as possible. Um, again, it's been so humbling to see the impact, to see it close up, you know, time after time after time for years. I'm very blessed to have the experience and um, to seeing and hearing and feeling the reflection from the people who've um, experienced medicine, the medicine of the sound, um, drives me. It's yeah. obvious that this is the biggest thing that I can do for the world. And yes. so I feel like I just have this responsibility to share it as much as I can. Through, you know, if it's through the internet, so be it, you know, I, I will, you know, share that way as much as possible. And, and as well as uh, live and in person, whenever that is uh, opportunity presents itself, which we were so blessed to experience. Right. You know, how, how precious. It's just been a few times, you know, since this all happened. And it's, um, you know, we've had to take, take precautions each time. That yes. type of live event, so. Yes, yes. No, it was it was a beautiful experience. I'd love to share an offer before we get back to this episode. You can get a free meditation download and join our free monthly interactive virtual community gatherings where we discuss topics of interest to uplift, educate, and support each other in a safe, loving environment. Simply head over to salviawakener.com and join the community of like-minded, soul-driven, conscious creators that understand the changing times. Go ahead now to salltheawakener.com. 
I'm just going to backtrack just a little bit, Matthew. How did you come into meditation and come onto the path? I'm sure that everyone's always interested. You know, they'll ask you, so what, is, what was your story? How did you become more aware or awakened or aligned, whatever the, the word may be, um, that drove you to meditation to reflect on what life is all about? Yeah. Well, for me, when I was growing up, the word we had for the um, universal source consciousness um, was God. And uh, my family went to a Christian church. And um, I was always seeking, seeking connection. Yes. And um, when I was a preteen, I think, uh, 12 years old, maybe 13, uh, I had an experience with my church youth group, um, went to see a, a devotional movie and they put out the call, you know, to dedicate your life to God and, and you know, repent and, you know, uh, the, the Christian way. Yes. And so yeah. I'm sitting there with my friends and my crown chakra opened. I didn't know what a chakra was, of course. Yes. <laughs> but I felt this energy blast through my crown and envelop my body. Mm -hmm. And it pulled me up out of the chair and a zombie walked down the aisle and, and did what they were asking. And, and um, I had no frame of reference for what had energetically occur you know, occurred that day, mm -hmm. that evening. And I wasn't able to stay in that vibration. Uh, I had a lot of questions about the perception of reality as given through this uh, particular, particular path as it was being presented to me. Yes. And um, questions about, you know, the validity or accuracy or purity of the scriptures, you know, and, and just a lot of questions and no one that I felt close enough to to ask and no one to relate to. I was also quite um, alienated from my family. So mm. anyway, um, I wasn't, I didn't keep the religion that went with the experience. Right. And I went without for a long time mm -hmm. in my, but I was always seeking. And in my late twenties, I began to, um, uh, I found a book called inner power secrets from Tibet in the Orient. Oh, and, wow. okay. <laughs> yeah. And I learned about, uh, the chakras this is my first time reading about the chakras. And as I just read through the, the seven you know main chakras it was real to me because so i could relate my experience and sensations and everything that went with what they were talking about right you know reading through every chakra when i got to crown chakra it hit me yeah. oh that's what happened yeah. that day when i was a Beautiful. young kid this i felt that energy through my crown that was so powerful and yeah yeah um so eventually I began to realize that, you know, that experience was real. <laughs> and it's a, it was a form of initiation. It's a, a form of soul contract or commitment being um, played out. And uh, it didn't matter what my religion was. Yes. <clears throat> that I was on the path and, and open to more experience and guidance and cleansing yeah. <laughs> and then i was on and so that's how 
meditation came to me. And, and it's, again, a gradual process of um, incorporating and finding different ways. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's still a, a, an exploration. Beautiful. Yeah. And, and it doesn't surprise me that you would have such an understanding at the energetic level with each of your energy centers. Um, and as some of the audience may be familiar with, um, it is sound. It is sound that is vibration, which is frequency, which is energy, which connects everything and everything that ever has been will be everywhere. And so um, with your understanding and your experience and knowledge of sound, um, being in a rock band, and of course, um, you know, we all started off, you know, Matthew, we all started off with some form of some form of a religion, a belief system, which was usually uh, instilled by, by our parents. And then we end up going in our own direction, which are our own soul contracts to come forward and to be of greater service beyond yourself, beyond your family, and of course, beyond even your own community. And, uh, and it's, a, it's a beautiful, beautiful process. It's a flowering, right, mm -hmm. uh, that you experienced. So that's absolutely magnificent. And um, do you see yourself ever teaching others this cosmic throat singing? Well, I do actually, um, and in the before times, there were group classes. Oh, beautiful! <laughs> yeah, yeah, and often when I was even on tour, I would uh, take a, a day for a full day workshop, and um, yeah, really a beautiful experience. But I do um, also teach online, and I have uh, some students that I uh, have private Zoom lessons with. So if anyone's interested, you can connect with me, and uh, we can. Uh, See if that's a good fit for you. Wonderful. And so once again, Matthew, your email address or the form of connection that they would have to go ahead and make, if you can just uh, verbalize that. Yeah, if you can go to matthewmusic.net, um, you'll get uh, some free music downloads from me. And you can reply to any of the messages and I'll, I'll see it and uh, we can talk. Beautiful. And do, does anyone need to have like um, an understanding of music or have previous experience in some form of, of vocals or is this like a beginner's uh, and then you assess and take it from there? Yeah, anyone can do it. If you have a voice, then um, you can learn a lot and experience a lot. Beautiful. So um, one question that keeps nudging away at me here is um, how many female throat singers are there or have you ever come across one? I've, I, I know for, from my own circles, I've only ever known men. Okay. Well, in the Inuit culture, their style of throat singing, that's, uh, to my knowledge, exclusively female. Beautiful. Wow. Yeah. It's a completely different style from what I do. Uh -huh. um, and um, just from my observation, I'm not speaking authoritatively, but uh, traditionally it would be done by women. They would hold each other's forearms. It was something they did to entertain themselves. Again, don't quote me on that because I can't speak for the culture, but yeah. uh, 
it was almost like a game. Yes. And they would um, combine their voices and there's this interplay and whoever laughs first loses that round. Interesting. So it's very similar. Like, I guess it's kind of similar to rap, I guess. You know how they compete in rap and they come in and they oh. you know, do what they do and then one steps back and the other one steps forward, maybe? Not quite, but... <laughs> okay <laughs> not quite but maybe <laughs> yeah yeah it's just you know I just kind of thought to myself okay you know they they, they do I I'm sorry for my ignorance but That's okay. <laughs> you know what I mean like I'm thinking to myself okay the Inuit yeah. women are there and they're gonna you know do this rhythm or <laughs> overtone well, and then all of a sudden someone's gonna burst out laughing because <laughs> there's there's lots of um videos on youtube you okay can, uh, you know just look up inuit throat singing and yeah it's amazing now that being said there's artists like tanya tagak who is uh, i think the most famous inuit throat singer and she's who's from that, canada who, who's tanya tagak how do you spell tagak t-a-g-a-q i think okay okay and so she's one of the famous uh yeah, she's amazing singers. yeah and and she um you know has stretched out and, and and gone into other realms you know with her voice and music it's wow. quite amazing everything she's done yeah that, well that's so beautiful you know because r r realistically i i think that you know um you're you're kind of opening the doors for the ones that are going to create some incredible incredible work here on planet earth and at a time that we need it most and you know as much as you can go to an um you know a normal uh gp uh you know to 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 fix yourself you can go to an energy healer you can go to you know a sound healer and uh, sound is an amazing, amazing healer. And uh, to be gifted with what, you know, what you do um, is, is certainly a blessing. It's been an absolute blessing in my life. And um, yeah, I'm very honored to share it. Yeah. Well, I, I just wanted to get, can I get back to female throat singers though? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> There are many uh, in Europe, uh, they call it overtone singing, but there's some uh, tons of fabulous uh, female overtone singers mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and many in, in Europe. Um, and also, again, women can do all the styles of throat singing. I didn't know that women could actually do the deep overtone until I, I saw a, a female Tuvan throat singing group Oh, really? in 2009 oh wow and where was this and one of the one of the that was in bellingham washington <laughs> okay yeah and uh that's a whole nother miraculous story we don't have time to get into but i i was living there unexpectedly at the time and yeah. it, anyway so here's this this woman throat singer and she's doing the, the Kagura voice. So the very next workshop that I taught, because I was already teaching back then, 
Um, the very next workshop that I taught, I had two women that day achieve that voice. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so that, you know, just confirmed that I wasn't hallucinating at the concert. It was, <laughs> it, was it really is possible. Right. So it's, a, you know, usually in a slightly um, higher range than a male voice, but mm -hmm. not always. And um, yeah, it's just a natural thing that we humans have capability to do. Yeah. Wow. No, it's uh, definitely something that I think that I would look into uh, um, when I have a little bit more free time, but um, <laughs> I know the importance of it. I mean, as much as, you know, we put a lot of emphasis on language and articulating ourselves through word, the sounds that our mouth makes are our music, their tones. Absolutely. Their notes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so and and so the meditative part is the silence between those notes. And that's uh that's a, a beautiful, beautiful uh, gift that we want to leave our listeners with, uh, seeing that our time has come uh, to an end here with our our incredible 30-minute uh, conversation. And I definitely will have you back on again. And you'll have to share some of your journeys with us. And hopefully you'll have that book out soon. Uh, <laughs> because only you can tell it at being you, the unique you that you are. Um, and you never know how you're going to end up, you know, with with the sounds that you make, with the words that you say, with the ear that you give someone, how you can shift their entire trajectory of their life. And so with that, I'd like to leave uh, you, Matthew, you can share anything that your heart desires for the next one minute, and then we'll come to a close. Hmm. Well, I'm grateful for this life and this existence as a human being. What an amazing miracle this is to be here on planet Earth and to experience the amazing nature unfolding of life all around us and to have this body that allows us to move around and feel and taste and touch, see and hear, learn and these emotions that allow us to feel in ways that may be unique in the universe, these feelings that we have and how we are experiencing the illusion of separation by being in these or experiencing our five senses through these capsules that we are embodying. Mm -hmm. and to feel the wind on our face and to remember that we're part of the stars. That's right. Stardust. Yes, yes. Touch the water, you know, to, to touch a tree, take it all in, and to be in relationship with other humans and to be in relationship with that one source consciousness that creates and maintains and transforms everything um, 
it's amazing. I'm grateful for that. Grateful Thank for this you. moment. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. And once again, to our listening audience, it's Matthew Cosell from Vancouver, BC. Uh, you can look him up on YouTube. Uh, and of course, you can definitely Google him, contact him. Uh, an amazing, amazing, amazing auditory uh, alchemist. Thank you so much on behalf of all the listeners. And we look forward to our next conversation. Thank you, Sal. Thank you all for joining us today by sharing your time, sharing your love, and most important, your energetic presence, your unique vibrational signature. What a gift and an honor to have you join us. Notice what has shifted or stood out for you today and know that you are a sacred being, a co-creator on an incredible soulful journey. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is released. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. The more reviews and shares we get, the more people we can reach and you never know how an episode will shift someone's life. Once again, thanks so much for listening and have an incredible day.